How should we introduce our pod? What? Whoa. That was cool. How should we, like, do an introductory for this episode? Why? What do you mean, introductory? Yeah, like... Introduction. Like, hello, everybody. This is our podcast. Should we get that more in line? No. Should we make that more... more? No. No? I, okay. I like how we don't have anything. Okay. Because I was listening... Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I found a new podcast today called... Well, they're not new. They're really old, actually. They're called um, <sighs> History Goes Bump. Oh, okay. And they're a really good podcast, but they do, like, uh, scary historic places. Oh, that's cool. Um, but they have, like, a whole setup. Like, they are very organized. Like, they literally... They share the same story. For the big story, they share the same story. And one of them tells a part, and then they switch off. And yeah. the next one keeps on yeah. going. And then the next one keeps on going. They just alternate between them. And one of them sounds like a news anchor, which is pretty cool. Um that's how uh, wine and crime is. They go off of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Clearly, I don't listen to a lot of serious podcasts. Um, I and speaking yet, of podcasts, yeah, we have this a is our podcast. Hi guys, what's with the neighbors? And that's Amy. That's Bree. We are an acapella podcast. What's with you, um, neighbors? <laughs> What is that? <laughs> Weird. I had Mexican for lunch today. You ate a Mexican? <laughs> Amy. Yes. I thought we didn't believe in cannibalism here. I had Mex I had an one Uno. Uno enchilada. Ooh, was it delicious? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we want to thank everyone for spending an hour or so with us. We love getting together each week after researching stories and facts and putting them into a format to share with you. We love you. And it is our pleasure. If you like us so much, you should subscribe to on whatever streaming platform you're listening to and follow us on any social media platform, WWTN Podcast. If you love us, you should subscribe to our Patreon and get an exclusive content, extra ex- episodes, and much more at patreon.com forward slash WWTN podcast. Thanks, everybody. You guys yeah. are amazing. Um, You're the reason why Amy and I get to get together every single week. Yeah, so. otherwise we probably wouldn't see each other. Yeah, we we see each other, but... Probably not as much. I'm not going to lie, Brie. I don't... I'm a it, recluse. It makes, it makes me sad, but that's okay. I am too. I don't like to leave my house. I really just want to put him outside. <laughs> oh! <laughs> not again, guys. Come on. Okay, come on, so, Brie, who's going first this week? I went first last week. Okay. I can go first this week. Okay. Because I've got good neighborhood stories. I have a neighborhood story for you. Are you ready? Oh, fantastic. I am so ready, dude. Oh, but before we do it, uh, <laughs> I have a qu- two questions for you, Brie. This is the Get to Know Brie podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Amy. I'm going to ask you in reverse since okay. you're coming up with. I need to just come up with some questions. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. So I have two questions for you this week. Whoa. Uh, I thought we were. I thought we had a deal for one. So- okay. So this one is, what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? 
The first one that comes to my mind is sneezing. Sneezing. Because yeah. no one looks good sneezing. No. <laughs> or like you try to like grab a tissue and you end up missing. Or like the one where like you have snot in your nose and you get snot everywhere and it's disgusting. Ew, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess sneezing would be one, but I feel like I could think of so many more things. Like, okay, I haven't seen a lot of people do this, but wiping your butt. <laughs> I was going to say pooping. <laughs> <Or> pooping. <laughs> You should see my kids poop. <laughs> since Natalie's still, oops, since Natalie's. I found this on the web. <laughs> thank oh, you, geez. Siri, for listening to my poop conversation. So you say, you, you say sneezing? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I just thought of this because I didn't, I didn't think about it because I wanted to like be on the whim like you. Um, I think when you're drinking out of a clear glass and <laughs> you see the people's teeth and like <laughs> inside their mouth ew you it's know what gross. do you know what i'm talking yeah, about it's like, gross and i go ah uh, ah uh, uh, yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen one person that does that that's like attractive <laughs> i'd say eating a banana but that's not really that bad no it's not only if you think dirty thoughts or like eating a, oh, I was going to say like a wa- biting into a watermelon, but that's not bad. Eating a big burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I make disgusting faces on purpose, so whenever I eat burgers, <laughs> I go, <laughs> Especially if it's a good one. <laughs> okay, so here's another question. Are you ready? Okay. Um, If you were wrongfully put- I'm going to be thinking about that answer the entire time, by the way, and I'm going to come up with new things. Yeah. yeah I'm going to be like, good. opening the blinds. <laughs> that's not one. <laughs> <laughs> putting on a shirt like yeah a tight taking shirt. off a hoodie yeah <laughs> especially if you have like your hair nice yeah. <laughs> it looks super awkward <laughs> okay so if you were wrongfully put into an insane asylum how would you convince them that you actually are sane and not just pretending to be sane I mean, I'd try to act normal, but if I was wrongfully put in there, then I probably was acting normal. So I would try to act weird. I don't know. That's Uh. a tough one. I think that I would just, like, list off everything that I'm really good at. Yeah, but they're not going to believe you. They're going to be like, lady, shut up. And then they're going to shoot you with something. They're going to, like, give you an injection of something to make you pass out. Like, hard facts. Facts. In the second grade, I (laughs) I won a spelling bee. That sounds like you are need to be there. Like, <laughs> if you come up, and I you're did like, not. By the way, if if you come up and you're like, spelling fact, when I was in the first grade, I was riding my bike and fell, and broke my teeth. Fact, battle in Pete's <laughs> Bears, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> fact. <laughs> like if you just like fact, 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 and they're in like the white voice. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I would just start. I would just start pretending to be someone else. Then <laughs> I'd find a someone on a TV show like Parks and Rec. I'd be Leslie Nope or no, I no, I would not be Andy Dwyer. That would be get me kicked out for yeah, sure, or get me be. kicked in more. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like uh God, everybody in that show is nuts. <laughs> Pretty much. I think Donald, Donna Meagle is like the only one that's like, I or agree. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry is probably God, the most Jerry. <laughs> I, I love when, uh, oh, gosh dang it, I forgot his name. Um, Larry? No. Gary? No, no, no. 
Chris Trigger. Treat yourself. Oh, uh, Tom. Tom. Um, Tom Haver. Haver. Haggerford. Yeah. So when he is like talking about like growing up or something like that, and he's like, "Ew, what do I want to do? Like go home to a beautiful wife that cooks food for me and my three <laughs> beautiful children, and have dinner with him, and then go to bed." Ew. <laughs> <laughs> What? That life is so boring. <laughs> is that the one where he has to redo the, the logo? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jerry has a hot it. wife. <laughs> oh, so I I wanted to take a video of myself today because um, part of the job that I'm covering for right now is like sending out letters that people have printed and or wrote up. And you type in the address and then you put it, you... You fold the paper and you put it in the envelope and then you take this, their address and you put the sticker of their address on the envelope and then you stamp our return address in it. And oh then, gosh. okay. So many steps. So I was doing that and I was like on a but easy work. roll. Yeah, it, great. I was on a roll, on you a were. roll. And I turned to my, to Julie, shout out Julie. I turned to Julie. She's a listener. I turned to Julie and I was like, man, if I don't feel like Gary right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't government work if you don't have to do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to put the things inside. <laughs> It was, I felt like him so much today. And I wish that she would have responded with grabbing her phone and be like, hey, I'm canceling dinner. I got to watch something <laughs> or whatever she says. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Anyways. Okay. I love that scene. I want to, I, I want to tell you a neighborhood yes. story. Do you have a neighborhood story? Yeah. Dear God. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, don't become all skip, those. Skip, 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 yeah. skip, 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 skip. Um, also, did you listen to this episode this week? Man, uh, it's so good. Is it? Yeah, I think it, I can't remember if I did. Okay. Honestly. Um, okay. So this one is. Yes, I did. Sorry. Okay. This one is called, it's from next door. Lesson in posting, lessons in posting to Facebook marketplace, eBay and Craigslist. I feel like I actually already read this one. Huh. Um, I have tried over and over, but. But cannot upload pictures to Facebook Marketplace. I would like to barter a pie for an in-depth lesson. Depending upon the fruit you choose, a pie can cost over $30 to make and takes a couple hours. I think it's a fair exchange. I especially need to end the end. I especially need to end the lesson knowing Facebook Marketplace. In fact, I am more than willing to learn just Marketplace. Thanks for your consideration and the request. So they want $30 and for someone to provide the fruit? No, 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 no. They're saying that they will make the pie. They're saying that the pie is about worth $30. Okay. And in exchange for to teach the them pies, how to use Facebook. Someone will, yeah. I can't. Aw. That's really cute. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> we actually just taught Josh's mom how to use Facebook Market. Oh, good. Because she has a whole bunch of stuff that she needs to sell. And yeah. then, like, we're trying to get her to sell her crafty things. Yeah. Also, shout out to her, Donna, for um, possibly listening to us. And if you're not listening. No more. If you didn't get this far, then, you know. All right. What Hello. is the story that you are going to share with us this week, Bree? Uh, well... Since we're talking in that tone, uh, I am doing one out of the book. <gasps> so, 
So, because I haven't done Fun. one on the book in a while. Yeah. And I'm covering Washington. I'm doing the Thornwood Castle in Washington. Ooh, that sounds very extravagant. We both had castles in ours this week. Ooh, oh, 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 Alright, so I'm doing the Thornwood Castle. It's located in Lakewood, Washington, and many believe that it was the inspiration for Bly Manor, which is on Netflix. Yeah. Really good series. Um, and also the miniseries uh, be- of, by Stephen King, uh, Rose Red, was filmed here. Oh, okay. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty recent. Alright, in the early, early 20th century, Chester Thorne. A wealthy but generous businessman who founded the National Bank of Tacoma and did a lot of other things in the community. Like, the list is super long. This guy was awesome. Wow. And, like, not a jerk. He was a good guy. Yeah. Um, That's not common. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, he gave back. So, in 1908, he wanted to settle down with his wife and his daughter, Anita. So, he bought a 100-acre piece of land in Lakewood, like, just for three people. Okay. He planned for it to be one of the biggest and most authentic mansions on the West Coast. Oh, wow. He purchased a 400-year-old castle in England, had it taken apart, and shipped to the States. Like, who does that? He does. In, like, the early 20th century, too. That's that's bananas. Holy cow. Yeah. So, it took a fleet of three ships to deliver all this stuff. Uh, the Can oak- you imagine? Okay, hold on. Let's back up. Can You're you good. imagine being the person that's like one of the workers doing this? They're like, I'd be yeah. So, so some rich folk in Washington. Yeah, like maybe, but maybe there it was going to be decommissioned or something like that. But still, at the same time, like, holy cow! Yeah, you really went all out. Uh, the oak staircase paneling and front door came from the estate. I don't know why I wrote that. Uh, the red bricks were imported from Wales, and stained glass, the stained glass windows, some, or the, some of the stained glass from the windows were salvaged from 15th and 16th century churches, which can be found in some of the windows around the castle. Wow. So, on the property outside of the mansion are acres of color-coordinated gardens that went with the seasons one being one of uh, one of them being Mrs. Thorne's secret garden is what she called it, um, which she would enjoy through her sitting room. It also featured many fountains and sculptures, statues. It has over twenty seven thousand square feet of living space, including fifty four rooms, twenty two bedrooms and bathrooms, uh, being officially completed in 19, 1911, costing at one million dollars, which is a little over thirty one million today. Jeez. Yeah, this is a big. This guy was not playing around. Yeah, and there's a lot of history on this. I'm sorry. Well, no, I love I felt this. the need to incord, in, include like the how I pretty also this place is. Feel the need to incord things. Incord. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. Stop it. Uh, now. I bet you're thinking, this place is huge. Yeah. A family for just three? Who is in charge of the dusting? Well, well, no more fretting there. The I just figured it was just <laughs> maids. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was. They had 40, 40 servants. 40 servants? And 28 gardeners. And eventually, Anita, the daughter, had a family of her own, and her own children lived there for a while. 
I also would want to live there. Like, I would right? I would never leave. You like, would... you would never see each other yeah. anyway. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm in. The, I'll be in. The, I'll be in the West Wing. I'll be in the East. Yeah. We c- we could all have North, South, East, West. Like, boom. Every yeah. family's got their own wing. Yeah. Uh, and their own maids and exactly. gardeners. Yeah. And Every, they got plenty of stuff. I would never want to leave. Snacks. I bet the pantry was like loaded. Best pantry ever. And probably a great wine cellar. Washington's yeah. got great wine. I don't care. Even if my husband was like, no, we're leaving. I'd be like, <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so this estate was quite the extravagant mansion. So I bet you can guess they had some ragers here getting lit on absinthe and doing the Charleston. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Mr. Thorne was known to throw some lavish parties and was even visited by some U.S. presidents, including... Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> this guy. He's, he's got everywhere. his hands in this every guy, ghost story. He's, he's so cool. I wish I could have known this guy. I know. And William Taft, which I found out today because I asked Josh because I couldn't remember which president I heard was here. And his last name came to me. I was like, Josh, Taft, that's a president, right? And he's like, yeah. He had to have a special bathtub made for him in the White House because he was too fat. And I was like, oh, interesting fact. So now you guys know <laughs> Taft had had a extra large bathtub made for him wasn't he he only served one presidency i think, so. I think he was the one i that think that's only. what i saw about him because i had to search him for a second yeah okay even with all this wealth chester thorne was known to be a kind and generous man and always giving back and had a large hand in building tacoma sadly on october 16th in 1927 mr thorne passed of an illness which i believe it was cancer wow. and he passed in the mansion leaving behind his daughter and wife. Anita, the daughter, had been married with three children, still residing there, and had left the estate in 1937. Also, oh, w- with her second husband for his job, and her mother also followed her and went somewhere else because she didn't want to be in this giant mansion by herself. So she moved her. to, like, this smaller place. Yeah. But they all for eventually... a smaller mansion. She, right. It basically... So they all eventually returned. Miss Thorne followed Mr. Thorne just 27 years later in 1954. Just and died 27 in the, years later. Just 27 years later. <laughs> followed Mr. Thorne 27 years later in 1954 and passed away in the mansion, leaving it to Anita and her husband, General Stone, and their children. Wow. After Anita's husband passed in 1957, she sold the home to a Harold St. John who left the mansion on four acres and sold the rest of the land for 30 home sites. And parts of the home were converted into apartments, which is super annoying. It, that annoyed me. Apartments? Yeah, like really? Like you're going to take this beautiful, amazing home and turn it. But I guess maybe they couldn't afford it. So that was probably a good yeah. way to like make payments on it. It just kind of And then also the time though. period was kind of like the depression. No, that was the 20s. What was what year was it? It was uh 50s. It the wasn't 50s. the depression area. It's just era. really sad though because they took this castle from yeah. England and then ended up it ended up being apartments. apartments. Yeah. In 1965, uh, that guy had sold it, and it went through a couple more owners, and in the 80s, the home was added to the National Historic Registry. In 95, a Richard and Deborah Morrow purchased the property and planned to restore the manor back to its original oh, state. Good. So, renovations had started, everything was going good. Lastly, in 2000, 
DNN Wayne Robinson finally purchased it from the previous owners and are continuing renovations cool. and restoring the home. And it is gorgeous. They've done so much work on it. Wow. It's so pretty. So there's tragedy here. Uh-huh. Not not super dark, not too much, but there's tragedy everywhere, so I feel the need to mention it. Okay. Um now I couldn't find any history on the building before like my question was what was this castle in england like what happened there this thing was 400 years old yeah i could not find anything anywhere i almost called the people i did email them but they didn't email me back um but i i should have called them but anyway there's got to be some history there in 400 years because it was there for 400 years before yeah, and it then was they moved apart. it. So, yeah, that building itself is at least 500 years old. Someone has to know something. Yeah, absolutely. So, the Thorns had their own problems. Anna, Anna, Mr. Thorns' daughter, contracted a scarlet fever, or Anita. Contract. Oh, jeez. Her name is Anita, but they also call her Anna, like the wife. So, I think her name is an An- Anita, but they call her Anna, too. Or maybe, like, that's her middle name. Maybe. Yeah. Um, she contracted scarlet fever, which caused her to go deaf in one of her ears. Oh, my god! So, like, she would often, like, she she had to wear a hearing aid, and she would often be, like, super embarrassed to come out during social gatherings, so she would go and hide. Oh, poor baby. So, I mean, she didn't die or anything, but it was still kind of sad. Yeah. Another tragedy was when one of the grandchildren drowned to death <gasps> on the property in a pond. Um then also to mention Mr. and Mrs. Thorne, they died on the property. Right. And uh, prior to moving to Washington, the Thorns had originally three children. Four children. They yeah. only came. Did they have three? They had have three or four children. There was nothing on the other children. Only Anita or Anna. That's weird. Yeah. So I can only assume that they probably died, especially at the time. Maybe they gave them back. <laughs> they just put them back in her. <laughs> just like, <laughs> nope, I don't want you. <laughs> they gave them back. <laughs> All right, let's get into the stuff that you're here for. Paranormal. Let's so, get to the good stuff. Let's get to the dirty deeds. As you know, there's been a lot of history here. Which can lead to some hauntings. Uh huh. While there haven't been any reports of anything evil or like malevolent here, um, the spirits here do seem a bit mischievous. The owners report candles being found blown out all the time. I love that. Light bulbs are always unscrewed, um, and they they think that the the thorns liked it. The lighting dimmer. Okay. Um, I like that they just unscrew the light just bulbs. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're just like in cat heaven over there. <laughs> Come to our podcast studio where you can pet cats. It's like one of those like cafes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the current owners claim to hear phantom parties. Oh. Deanna What has, a bummer that you're hearing you can't parties go to you it. can't go to it. So Deanna, the, one of the owners, has talked to talked about one night while reading a book in the Great Hall, the room suddenly lit up with sounds and sights of a cocktail party of at least 100 people dancing, talking, and drinking, and someone even dropped a glass. It was as if she stepped back into time and joined one of Mr. Thorne's party, which she was clearly out of place. That is so, so weird. And wine glasses have been found broken, too, so which they think could be with the parties. That's it reminds so me of The weird. Shining. Yeah. 
Uh, sightings of Chester have been reported around the property, mo- property mostly in his bedroom where he died. He has been seen walking through his bedroom door, going past the bed, then disappearing into the bathroom, which they say he's kind of like a routine ghost. Like he just goes back to what he was do he would do before he died. Right. He's also been seen around the lawn in near fountains. The Robinsons who own the place have claimed to see Mr. Thorne standing on the lawn wearing his horseback riding gear, holding a whip or even on a horse. What? I don't know if it's a ghost horse or if it's a real horse, but that would be weird if it was a real horse. Yeah. <laughs> horse is like <laughs> What's that? Uh, it's okay. just an, yeah. Okay. They're like, where did the horse come from? <laughs> <laughs> Can I keep it? <laughs> well, they have a horseback riding. They have a horse stable oh, there, okay. I believe, because you can actually go like horseback riding there. Too. Right. Okay. There's so much stuff that you can do there. And Mrs. Thorne. Oh, maybe it's Anne and Anna. How the hell did I not realize that? The daughter's Anna and the mom's Anne, I think. Okay, but come on. Hold on. Let me let me go back real quick and look at that. No, I put Anna in the beginning. It's got to be Anna. Okay, it's not Anna. Anne. Anna, a Mrs. Thorne, can be spotted at the second floor window, I assume, which is could be her sitting room, overlooking her pride and joy garden. Oh, and her secret garden? Yes, but wait for it. Also, Mr. and Mrs. Thorne have also been spotted locking arms at the top of the staircase, dressed for an event, moving, and then just disappearing. Oh. And then they like they talk about how this place was like built on love and stuff like yeah. that. So it's really sweet. Oh, I love that. The children and grandchildren have been have also been seen sitting on the porch or standing on the lawn in front of the ornamental fountain where he where the boy drowned. Oh my gosh, Bray. Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah. Uh, he has also been seen in front of the water area where he drowned and guests will see him and they'll like go rush to him and then like there's no one there. Oh my gosh. Oh, I have to tell you. Okay. So one time speaking of like drowning children, uh, I, uh, is this appropriate for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one time, uh, when my family and I went to Disney world, we were at a pool at at the pool at the hotel that we were staying at. And it was, like, this, like, mini, like, water park. And, like, all of a sudden, there was, like, this baby drowning. And, like, someone jumped in and, like, freaked out, grabbed the baby. And it turned out being a doll. Like, a, a like it looked like a real baby, though. And the guy came out and he was like yelling at the lifeguards and they're like, congratulations, you passed the, like, they, they like, what? Yeah. It was like a secret test. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. It was like, everyone was freaking out. Dude, you need to come up with a better test. A better test. Because you've got to give someone a heart attack. Yeah, dude. It was. Somebody's going to die saving this baby. Yeah. That's a water. It's a fake baby. Yeah. That's messed up. It was so messed up. That guy was so mad. I would be too. I'd be like, I'm not working here. No. Nah. He wasn't even working there, Bree. It was a it was a a customer. It, was it like a prank? Uh, no, they, like the lifeguards do it like once a day or something. Oh, and let like, okay, gotcha. To like see what? how responsive people are. I don't That's know. That's not their job. 
It was weird. That's your job. That's why you were lifeguard. I know. It was so weird. That. Oh, I'd be so mad. Yeah. I would complain. Yeah. I'm going to write a letter. Anyways, sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. It's really messed up. Yeah. It's a good story, though. All right. In Anita's room, Minnie have reported seeing her apparition in the room and in the original mirror that was in there when she lived there. Um, people have seen her as well. Dark shadows have been seen moving in the room, and guests who've slept in the room have claimed to hear sounds of a grand piano at night. Oh, I like I, I know, like it's that. so peaceful. Yeah. Anita's second husband can also be seen, in, and that's like the bridal Oops. suite, too. So, like, a lot of people, like, it's like a pretty fancy room. Oh, yeah. Anita's second husband can also be seen in a brown suit. Classy. In the room across from Anna's bedroom, serving guests offering to do their laundry. One guest claimed <laughs> to find his clothes neatly folded over his shoes shortly after seeing his spirit. I need that in right? my life. Like, uh, what was his name? Like, General General Snot or something? General Snot? It was not General Snot. That is so rude. <laughs> I don't remember his name. It was like General something. General something? Hello, my name is General something. <laughs> Anyway, can you do my laundry? Thank you. All right. So as of today, the Thornwood Castle is still owned by the Robinsons, and they are still working and renovating it all the time, and they're always updating people about it. Okay. The home is open to the public for events, parties, and you can even step back in time by staying the night at this romantic and lavish mansion which is full of many amenities like theaters, museums, and indoor and outdoor activities like horseback riding and stuff. So Holy cow, lots of Bri. stuff there. It's, it's it's actually not that expensive either. Like I've seen Can we like, stay there? I want to cuz it's not like scary haunted. Yeah. It's just like, "Hey, I'll fold your laundry for you." It's yeah. literally my least favorite chore. So, thanks, bud. I absolutely love that. So, I searched for some Yelp, I'm scared reviews. Uh-huh. I found like Two little small ones, but they're not really big. Okay. Um, clearly, that's why they're small. <laughs> so, this one is titled Superb and has five stars. Superb. My son got me to stay in the rose red room on my birthday, and after a festive Russian... After a festive Russian wedding, we had the entire castle to ourselves. So cool. It was an amazing opportunity to step back in time and experience a bygone at era. I think I even captured some ghostly images on my camera when I was one, one when I was wandering around at midnight. It was the best time ever, Marilyn. Oh my gosh, how cool! Um, this one is titled "Rose Red Stay" and it has five stars as well. And it okay. says, "Many thanks to the Robinsons for saving and restoring the castle to its former glory. Only mm. found one secret passage, and what? I'm not telling." That's the only reason I, I saved this one is because I was like, wait a second. The secret Do you see passage. Him? He's eat, trying to eat the knob of the of the mic. Yeah. No. He, bad boy. No. But he ended it with, is it haunted? Stay the night and decide for yourself. Oh. You won't regret it. Rusty. Rusty. <laughs> and that is all. That is I the Thornwood Castle that. in Lakewood, Washington, which my grandpa lives there. So I need to ask him about it. Yeah, we need to go. We'll go visit your... Stop it. I want to go visit my grandpa. 
Brie, I think that's one of the first ones you've ever done, or at least that I can remember right now, that they're like friendly ghosts. Yeah, they were really friendly. Like this, there was nothing It's like sinister. very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they left their lives like very like calm and like yeah. peaceful. Normally people die. That's why I probably, that's, and that's why I don't think I could find a lot of Yelp reviews because there was nothing scary that really went on. I still like that. Wouldn't you... I don't know. I, I like it. I, I would stay there. I want scary Willing stuff. Willing fully. Uh, speaking <coughs> of uh, stories and reviews and everything like that, did you know that we take listener stories? Uh, tell us about anything spooky that happened to you or someone you know. Wire fraud, murder, ghost, or UFOs. Were we you abducted by aliens? <laughs> we want to hear about it. Does your neighbor sunbathe naked? Ooh. Tell us about it. Let's um, hear about them cheeks. <laughs> send them to wwtnpodcast at gmail.com. So I l- learned about a new podcast this week, and it's called Even the Rich. And they cover things like all the like dirty deets. And the good deeds. Oh, is it one about, like, does it have, like, uh, famous people in it? Yeah. I think I heard about it. I yeah. think I heard an advertisement about it. Yeah, I really like it. It's called Even the Rich, and they, they covered, like, uh, Beyonce Do they do the, the, the royal people? The royal family? I heard one I about... I think that they did. I haven't listened to that one. I don't really care about them. Um, <laughs> they did, like... Britney Spears, like everybody that's rich, they do. They do the royal family, uh, Megan and uh, Bruce, uh, Prince Bruce, Bruce, no, not Bruce, Philip. Is it Philip? No, no, William, Prince Eric. Pr- Pr- it's not Prince Eric. <laughs> Charming. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that sounds. Uh, yeah, I, I think so I've it was heard really, about them. it was really cool. So, um. I'm going to tell you, so this, I, I got the idea from them, and they did, like, a four-part uh, podcast. What are you looking at? <laughs> it was a big old chunk of Leon's hair, oh. Tony's hair, just flopping by your head. We <laughs> 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 can tell our listeners, look it closely, and you can see an orb. <laughs> oh, that's just a cat hair. <laughs> so I got the idea from them they did like a four three or four part podcast on them they're very long episodes but um so after i share this story because you need to listen to me first because okay, i said so um go like they cover like every single detail about this story i couldn't cover all of it okay um i mean i could but then i'd also probably be like Missing some chunks here for a long time. We'd be here for a long time. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you about Patty Hearst, also known as the girl, the, the Roy, the, what would they call her? Like the, uh, American royalty Ooh. and her kidnapping and how her parents didn't pay her ransom. <sighs> Can you imagine like, you're kidnapped in the face, man. Yeah, dude. Okay. I'm not worth a penny. <laughs> not even a penny. Not even a penny. Her name is Patty. Sons of bitches. Not even worth a patty or a Krabby Patty. <laughs> so Patty was born on Maybe February. Maybe she was a Krabby Patty. Sorry. She Patty was a Krabby Patty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Patty was born on February 20th, 1954 to the wealthy parents of Randolph and... 
Catherine Campbell. Randolph's father was the publisher and owned multiple papers, magazines, and even television channels across the country. The Hearst Communications, is what it was called, owns 50% of A&E Network, 20% of ESPN, the other 80% is Walt Disney World, Uh, but Hearst also owns like the San Francisco Chronicles, Houston Chronicles, Esquire, and even Cosmopolitan. So they're not poor. I wouldn't think so. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, With being the largest newspaper, newsreel, and movie business in the world, it gave the family a high dollar name, allowing them to have their hands in many political moves as well. Oh, yeah. Even though the Hearst family was one of the richest families in the U.S. in 2022, they were the 12th in line. For so last year they were still, 22. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah, they're still one of the their 12th in line for the richest family in the world. Guess who's the richest family in the family in? Sorry, not in the world in the United States. Kardashians. No, they're not even on the list. The Trumps. No. No, I'm pretty sure he went bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> a couple times. The uh the Waltons. Oh, okay. They own Walmart. Oh, oh, that doesn't surprise me. Oh, Sam Walton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so Randolph didn't have much money to liquidate though. All the family trusts were tied up with the Harris interest, but it was never like an issue. They never worried like So we are affiliated. With one of the richest family in the world. Yes. That's awesome. Sorry. Yeah. So you guys go to our website. If you're going to buy something from Walmart, hit our website first. Go through our link. Hit our link. We get a kickback for it. Yep. Thanks. If you love us. Um, so the family, the parents never really thought like it was an issue. They have money, but it wasn't like they had a lot of liquidation. Okay. So it wasn't an issue. Um, Patty was the middle child of five girls, two older girls and two younger. She was smack dab in the middle. She's I get middle it. Middle child. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Middle child syndrome. It's it's real, you guys. It's real. Her mother was busy being the homemaker while her father worked for the family business. The children would spend their summers at the hair, the Hearst Castle. Speaking of castles. Ooh. Um you want to know where the ceilings came from for this place? Oh they dated gosh. back to the 14th century from Spain. This place is haunted. This place <laughs> Probably. is seriously haunted. <laughs> it had fountains and pools, indoor and outdoor, with a private rotating zoo. What? With exotic animals over the top. The water was piped in from, like, the mountain springs nearby. Like, it was ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. And looking at photos, I feel like one of the pools was a scene from The Fast and the Furious, actually. I'm not lying. I really think that it was one of the pools is from Fast. Like It's the Hearst Castle? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure in one of the scenes in Fast and the Furious, that pool is in it. Um, also, as of today, the zoo no longer exists. However, some of the native animals can be found roaming the area along with zebras. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they lived in San Francisco, California in the Hillsboro community, which is like the Beverly Hills of San Francisco. Patty and her sisters were not allowed to wear blue jeans outside of the house and her parents were pretty strict. Patty would act out 
to get attention by skipping church and refusing to do chores. She also, like, told, um, oh, so she was sent to an all-girls school, all-girls boarding school to, like, get her act in line, and she, like, told, like, one of the nuns to, like, F off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In her defense, my grandma said, like, Catholic school is rough. Yeah. (laughs) So, once she graduated high school, being the middle child, she wanted to rebel since she was the forgotten child. I get it. She insisted on going to college at the University of California, Berkeley. Her parents were pissed about that because even though, Brie, they have, like, multiple halls and libraries and stuff named after their last name, like, they've put so much money into Berkeley, they, her parents still didn't want her to go to Berkeley. Oh they gosh. wanted her to go to Harvard. So Berkeley's a really renowned school, too. Yeah, but they saw it as, like, the hippie school. Oh, my gosh. The surfers and potheads kind of, that. I mean, it kind of is, but... Or, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been there. But, you know, I mean, like, Harvard is for, like, like, Elle Woods. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, regardless, she insisted on going. She moved there with her boyfriend, Stephen Weed, to an apartment outside of the university grounds. On... February 4th, 1974, Patty and her boyfriend were sitting on the couch in the apartment her parents paid for, and while, when there was a knock on the door. So, Patty answered it, and she's like, what? And there was three people at the door, and they said, we ran out of gas, can we use your phone? Oh, gosh. And remember, this is the 70s, so they don't have cell phones. Yeah. Uh, Patty called her boyfriend over. She was like, I can't deal with this, and started to walk to the bedroom. So her boyfriend starts to talk to them, and then she hears a commotion. She turns around, and they're, like, beating him up. Uh, the stranger strangers then tied him up, and then a neighbor hears a commotion as well and comes over, and they tie the neighbor up and beat him oh up as well. Oh, my gosh. They kidnapped Patty and take her to this house and put her in a closet with a gross bed inside of it. Oh, poor Patty. Poor Patty. Since she was such a high-profiled family member, since her family was so high-profiled, they didn't have to go to the FBI about her missing. The FBI came to her. Okay. And obviously, like, her boyfriend reported her kidnapped. So they didn't say, like, oh, she ran away. Um, there were reporters outside her home almost immediately once the word got out that she was missing and kidnapped. Yeah, they were so famous. Yeah. Like us. Yeah, like us. Every time, you you guys, you should see the reporters outside my yeah. house, like, right now. Every Friday night, it's ridiculous. So yeah, it's so annoying, actually. Brie has to, like, hide to get out. Yeah. Yeah. And for my sunglasses. Yeah. Totally it, makes me look like a different person. It does. It really does. Yeah. It, or your hat. Transforms you. Yeah, completely. Boom. Different person. Yeah. Um, every time uh, her parents looked outside the window, it seemed like the amount of reporters would double. It's <laughs> his mouth again. He's All I see is his mouth and nose. <laughs> like, what do they have to sit? Right there. <laughs> right there of all places. <laughs> It's going to be so hard finding footage for the preview. (laughs) (laughs) It's too bad I can't, like, go underneath him. I mean, I could. And, like, make his mouth move as you're talking. Like, (laughs) 
Come on, dude. Um, the FBI also, they couldn't do much because they were waiting for this ransom to come in. So normally, ransoms come in within like a couple hours of the kidnapping, right? Right. Um, back at the house Patty was kidnapped at, she was panicking. About three hours later, finally, finally a man opens the closet door and introduces himself. His name is Sinkyo. <laughs> and said that he was... Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. His name was Sin. <laughs> um, so his, his, he introduced himself as Thank you, and he was the general of the Simbanese Liber- Liberation Army, a.k.a. SLA. Which is a small group, but SinQ claims it was a huge army with summer camps in different outposts across the country. They claim that they will change the world. They're going to make <clears throat> uh, separate states for black and Latinos. They're going to eradicate m- monogamy, marriages, and everything in between. Okay. And it was just like a small group of people, but yeah. he thought... He- it was different. Right. So uh, the FBI and Patty's family waited and waited and waited, like I said, for this ransom note. But nothing came in, which was odd, like I said, because the ransom notes come in, like, within hours. Um, And it had already been two days. Oh, okay. Wow. So on February 20th, or February 7th, finally, a letter came in to a local radio station from SLA asking for the letter that they sent for all the news outlets across the country to be published. They said, publish this letter. That's what we want. And luckily, they just happened to own, like, every news outlet and, like, oh, cool, newspaper available. So they're like, hey. Um, And the letter basically claims Patty is a criminal because her parents are rich, which is, like, it's not her fault. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Against the FBI's advice, the family does what the SLA says. They allow the letter to be published across the nation. And five days later, later, the SLA sent a recording of Patty claiming that she wasn't starved or beaten. But she also said no one to go look for. She said, I'm fine. I'm not. I'm eating. I'm not being beaten. But no one can come look for me. Okay. Which is strange. Yeah. Then Donald DeFreeze, a.k.a. AK, SinQ, comes on the recording demanding the Hearst family to give $70 worth of food to every person in California in need, and they only have a week to play out their requests. So, like, the family's like... Okay, that's basically saying, okay, your ransom is give... <laughs> Give money to someone in need. No, not food, like buy food right, for them. Right, yeah. right, yeah, but food, but give stuff that they yeah. actually need. Yeah, like yeah. it's not a bad ransom. I mean, it's actually like they're it's, not wanting the money for themselves. Sounds like they're doing a good thing, kind yeah. of, other than the fact that they kidnapped someone right. out of their free will. But right, but she's not like complaining. Where is she? We'll find out. So. After doing the math, Randy, the father of Patty, determines he would have to spend $40 million after, like, finding out 
each how many like people are under the poverty 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 line please put that in the pop pop poverty pop pop poverty pop pop poverty uh like he had to get the statistics from around each city and then he's doing the math and he's like oh my gosh i would have to spend 40 million dollars which in today's money brie is over two billion dollars yeah, but still, he could probably, like, sell a couple cars. He probably has, like, a bunch of cars. You could probably sell some of these limited edition cars you likely have. Or, like, your summer house. Yes. Or your winter house. Or your fall house. Yeah. You're rich. We know it. Your spring house. Don't forget about that yeah, one. Yeah, you're in your spring house. That you're one's still in rich. Utah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, is it really? No. Okay. I don't know. I was trying to think of where you get the tulips. Where are tulips grown? Probably not Utah. Washington, I think. I don't know. I think they're too Idaho. Washington. Um, I don't know. Um, so I one of the ep- I started watching a, a YouTube about this, and the guy said that he if they were to buy a fully loaded brand new F-150 straight off the lot with no discounts or anything like that every single day every single member of the fam of the Hearst family every single day and just took it straight to the to the dump and drop it off there for a couple years they still wouldn't hit that wouldn't even hit that yeah like or not hit that like it wouldn't even put a dent in how much money they are worth okay so it was like that's like how much money they have it's ridiculous so yeah two billion dollars nothing for them right uh so remember how i mentioned though that the hearse money wasn't super accessible right um randy had no idea how he was going to get his daughter back so he called everyone he knows and pleaded for help but um by everyone he knows he's like please can you donate money donate money donate money which i don't understand why they didn't just like say like hey dad can you like give us some money yeah because it his dad is the one that works it owns the company oh oh yeah the the grandpa yeah so i i it's a family thing yeah i don't understand why they didn't just like contact the grandpa at first i'm not positive on how that worked but maybe he didn't like krabby patty maybe but like that like i said like it was they didn't have a lot of liquidation right so no one could really help unfortunately and another tape came in and it was patty saying whatever money you can come up with is good enough for us and so they're like okay we'll see what we can do so they started at two billion and now they're just like give us whatever you can really so randy's money's money managers agreed to give him five hundred thousand dollars which is really crappy yeah, like here, here's five hundred thousand uh, dollars. Here's five thousand. <laughs> like your daughter's in morals, like in danger. Yeah, so here's she, fifty thousand or five hundred thousand. Yeah, um, 
And his father's charity agreed to donate $1.5 million, bringing it to $2 million that he had raised. And since the community... And how much did he mean for, need? 40 He needed... It was... I think it was $4 million. $4 million, okay. $40 million. Four, okay. You so were yeah. right, yeah. So, uh, but then they came back and they said, whatever you can get is fine. So... Okay. Uh, he's like, great. But since the community food programs were not a thing yet, he couldn't just, like, give the money and tell the com- right. community food programs, like, hey, do something with this money. He had to come up with a way to get the money to the folks needing it on his own. Yeah. Yeah. He had to figure that out. So, six days later, Randy announced to the press that in three days, his program he created will be launching to provide food to 1,100,000 people. That's so many people, bro. But instead of releasing Patty, the SLA released another tape. Oh, my God. It states it stated an angry demand of $6 million more for the people they represent. Um, but instead of trying to meet those demands, Randy decided to go through with their plans and hope it was enough. So he was just like, I'll just ignore them and hopefully they go away. I'm just going to do this and I'm hopefully. like I didn't see this email. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Internet was not there. <laughs> um, so the food that they delivered, Brie. Were racks of lamb, shrimp, tri-tip, top quality food. What? So they're just like delivery. They, oh, so like, stupid. Like give them some ground beef. Like Do tell you know me how much you can stretch a meal with ground beef tell and me, loaves yes. of bread. And, and non-perishables. Milk, eggs. Yeah, exactly. Tell me that you are so privileged you like, don't even understand what is like necessities yes. <laughs> food that you can food that you can freaking stretch that's like a fancy dinner for one night yeah exactly something that's gonna give me leftovers yeah noodles noodles ramen pasta <laughs> come on noodles pasta i just uh, elbow more noodles <laughs> the people are like fillers <laughs> yeah. canned be peas canned Rice. beans chili canned chili canned Corn. Like, did you have have you really rich people? Have you never had to eat? Well, he has his dad was rich too, so like, and so which means he was always yeah, grew up with that lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine like, tell the maid I'll have a mimosa and a tri tip for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you're okay. Let's say and then that just throw it away and like order something different because they're like, nah, I'm not really hungry for it anymore. You've been living. <laughs> You've been living off of Top Ramen and whatever you can get from the food bank, or they didn't even have the food bank then. Whatever. Living off of Top Ramen for, like, months. And you come in, and they're like, here's a rack of lamb. And you're like, how do I cook this? What the heck? <laughs> they, they, I don't have an oven. Yeah. I don't have an <laughs> oven. Oh, here's some shrimp that you're going to have to put uh, on, like, the fr- cooler and use my bathtub (laughs) to cook so i have a tiny mini freezer not that i'm making fun i am totally like just siding with you guys no it's absolutely ridiculous that they they gave this people anyways okay so like i said they should have opted for like canned food but also if it was your birthday and you come in and this is it and you're like hell yeah i mean good this year sorry (laughs) try tip (laughs) For those that don't know what tri-tip is, it's one of the best meats. It's 
below. Yes, it is. And you can make it go a long way. You can. Yeah. You can make tri-tip sandwiches. You can. Yeah. So good. It's like right below oh, ribeye. Yeah. But a lot of people on it's the like East Coast. It's like a ribeye mixed with like a filet mignon. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people on the East Coast don't know what a tri-tip is. I never knew until I moved. Well, Josh. Yeah. Josh loves steak. Yeah. So, um, it obviously created a huge fight also. Everyone was fighting over this really good food. And everyone was freaking out over the good quality food, like I said. Okay, so the parents decided to just stop working with the SLA and made a statement saying the matter was out of their hands, Brie. <gasps> what happens to you, daughter, happens they to you. Even, first of all, you didn't even come up with the original amount. Yeah. Second, what did they come up with, like $2 million? $2 million. All you had to do was six more. Yeah. Like, that's not even half of what they asked for originally. Yep. So you suck. They're like, oh, oh well. You know what doesn't matter is our house. Is our middle or child. our middle child. <laughs> we love our house more than you. Yeah, like our castle. Our castle. <laughs> uh, it just it's a really crappy. Let's not sell our exotic animals. <sighs> so, eventually, the SLA starts coming starts welcoming Patty into the house. She's been there long enough. Without a blindfold, she would slowly start to, like, become more and more comfortable with the people inside the home. They learn that no matter how much money her family owns, it's not something she can control. So they, like, were like, oh, okay, like, kind of, like, almost feeling bad for her. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) oh, man, this sucks for you. (laughs) They really don't like you. (laughs) We kidnapped the wrong person, the wrong daughter. She starts attending their meetings that they would have, learning their codes of conducts and beliefs and that sort of stuff. Even though she was leaning into the theory of the group and pleasing the, the people, she believed that she eventually was going to be able to leave. So she was just like, all right, I'm going to like lean into this, but I'm not believing it. Hold I'm on. just, yeah. She had to do everything she, she could to earn their trust so she could eventually leave. Which is what you're supposed to do, right? I would think like you're so. supposed to like earn the trust of yes, if yeah, you're kidnapped, yeah. Um, Patty started doing the tactical, doing these tactical routines that the group would practice. They would march and they would run. They would carry like these heavy backpacks full of guns and ammunition. She even had to master tucking and rolling and coming out onto her knees with a gun in each hand, like. Yeah. James Bond style. She's going to come home and be a badass. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, Dad. This is for you, Dad. Uh, eventually, Patty was expecting... Sl- uh, was Eventually, Patty was expected to, like, sleep with the men in the group, though, unfortunately. More like rape. Ew. Because she didn't... Uh, because she didn't want to do it, obviously, but she needed to stay alive. So right. she was just like... She didn't want it to happen, but she didn't want to fight it because right. she would just get hurt. Yeah. So she's trying she, to keep herself alive. and Yeah. Um, the group decided that they needed to make another statement about the eat the rich, so they decided to rob a bank. Uh, but Patty was told she needed to make a statement to the security cameras about who she is and who she represents now. Obviously, Patty was numb when she when the meeting was happening. She was just like, "We're gonna do a what? Rob a bank? 
Right. And and so she was like really hoping that no one real- realized like she was not comfortable with this. Um, the group shows up to the bank and Patty goes into goes to the deposit counter to pretend to write a deposit. Everything happened so fast she forgot what she was supposed to say to the camera, like the security camera. So, um, but by the time she tuned back in and, like, became a numb, she heard everyone yelling, let's go, let's go, let's go. So she ran back to the getaway van. And everyone in the group was so hyped up and congratulating one another, it was clear that the robbery was a success. After footage confirmed patty was part of the robbery the attorney general confirmed that patty was no longer a victim and was now a criminal oh man yeah so they're like no one we're not going to look for her anymore like she's just a bad person after watching the footage of her new title she's being forced to do it they they didn't care though oh my gosh so she had a control of the media too so they can make her out to be a bad person too yeah So after watching the footage of her new title, she realized she was probably going to be a hostage in this group forever because she's like watching the news and she's like seeing these people say like, Patty's not a uh, victim. She's a criminal. She's like, great. This is my life now. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, She started allowing her body to go on to autopilot and would let orders of sync to happen. So he'd be like. Go do this. And she would just do it. Like, she was just on autopilot. Uh, She was put into a smaller group of three with uh, Bill and his girlfriend, Emily. They basically, Sing Sing Q wanted everyone to, like, be in a smaller group and go out and recruit more people. So, May 16th, 1974, Bill and Emily, along with Patty, were told to go pick up a backpack for, or backpack uh a pack of socks for Sinku. he's like i really need my fuzzy socks can you please go to the sporting good the ones store? with polka dots please um and make sure that it's infused with uh, aloe mm. yeah please <laughs> um bill and emily went into the sporting goods store and patty stayed inside the red and white bus bill couldn't help himself and shoplifted even though they were even given money for this job Patty eventually sees Bill and Emily fighting with two store employees. So to scare the employees, she grabs a gun and shoots into the air to scare the employees and the people around them. The couple runs towards the bus and they eventually took off in the vehicle. Bill and Emily decided they needed to put many vehicles between them and the bus as possible. So they started to steal other vehicles like multiple times. Um... Like, as they're getting away, they stole vehicles out of the parking lot? or No, no, no. So, like, they drove away. Okay. They stopped, found a car, stole it, left the bus, drove away, stopped the car, stole I another see, car. I see, I see. Switched a lot of vehicles. Yeah, switched gotcha. a lot of vehicles. Um, so, Emily also decided they needed to blend into a big crowd. She was like, we need to get into a crowd and blend in. So... After stealing all these vehicles, they find a large crowd. Bree, tell me where you think they went. This this was where? California? Yeah. Southern California. Disney? 
they went to Disneyland. Oh, snap. I always try to find a way to incorporate <laughs> Disneyland into my stories. <laughs> they first get a hotel near the park before they go, and they turn on the TV to watch the news. Every single channel had a footage of the SLA safe house. And they're like, how did they find them? And Well, they found them by following another vehicle to the house that oh. they, yeah. So the three watch in real time as the other members refuse to come out as officers threw tear gas into the windows to make the members come out. They're just like watching their, their friends. Right fight these officers the members started shooting back eventually even though that they had no idea what was inside and eventually the house caught on fire and not one member came out to save themselves they all just like died in the fire and the media assumed patty was inside with all the other members dead emily told patty bill was now the leader emily's like everyone's dead bill's the leader now patty and and patty's like Yay. They go from hotel, hotel, and Patty was in a daze. She was bullied by the couple, and they would often make fun of her for the weak person she was, which is really sad. Yeah. Uh, the well, two you did abduct me, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure, I'm, I'm weak because you kidnapped yeah. me. Yeah. Good job. Way to go. <laughs> um. The two attempted to recruit more members, which they did, but they weren't, the, like, the same as the other people. They were living off rice and beans and celery, which I thought was funny. <laughs> celery. It's, like, the most unnutritious vegetable. Yeah, I say no nutritional value. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter? No. No. Just celery. Just celery. Which, it's, celery is basically a spoon for your peanut butter. Yeah. It's, like, an excuse to just eat a bunch of peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> the only way to eat celery in my opinion celery uh, yeah. gross i don't even in like soups and stuff don't give me celery it's i don't gross. i want it cooked all the way if it's in a soup i don't yeah. want the crunch no it's gross um so they planned on robbing another bank because they needed money um and when i say they patty had no say in it she was just a ghost in the group just going through the motions. On February 25th, 1974, two new recruits rob a bank outside of Sacramento, California. Without a hitch, and they scored thirty three they scored $3,000. Dang. But that wasn't enough for Bill. Bill's like, "I want more." Which is so weird. Like 3,000 bucks can get you a yeah. long grocery list. Yeah. So they planned to rob a bigger bank, and Patty was forced to help. Uh, after weeks and weeks and weeks of practicing and like going through the drills of exactly what they're going to do and everything like that. Um, April 21st, the group plays out their robbery, but during it, Emily was, Emily shot a well-off woman with children, which (gasps) is really sad. And the others playing out the robbery forced Patty to be their escape vehicle. Patty was like, devastated she was like oh like i cannot believe this actually happened yeah the crew was upset that they had to leave sacramento because the fbi said it was the F- the fbi basically said like that's the sla robbery like that's their, their moves this and that so they were like bummed they had to leave sacramento but emily couldn't get or uh patty couldn't get over the fact that emily shot a woman right. 
the crew eventually met back in San Francisco, um, and they were in shambles. They had multiple attempts of making a statement to the local police. It was never successful. Um, they would make homemade bombs and like put them in trash or not trash cans and mailboxes and it's like a terrorist organization just yeah or like a bunch of teenagers yeah they were just like going crazy like crazy they yeah. were like erratic Ooh, they, what are we do today yeah basically like trying to like make statements Sounds but like it was club. yeah it was very unorganized and um was the first rule don't talk they, about they didn't talk SLA. about it obviously they didn't talk about sla yeah <laughs> Um, but nothing was as great as the first group, like I was saying. So, um, Patty eventually separated uh, ways with some new recruits with Bill's permission. Like, Bill realized, like, this group is, like, not, I'm not a great leader. So, if you guys want to leave, go ahead. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the group wanted to flee the state. And Patty thought, wait, why can't I just, like, stop running? Like, yeah. I'm allowed to go I home now. whenever they went into a crowd, like, I would totally dip out then. I know, but she was just like... She was on the run, too, then. Yeah, she was, yeah. So she's like, wait, I can go home now. Yeah. And so September 13th, 1985, while Patty was at the kitchen table in her apartment, she shared with the two other new roommates, two FBI agents break down the front door and Patty raises her hand and surrenders. While in jail, Patty received letters from people who hate her and people who loved her. Um, oh, a lot of people who hated hated her and a lot of people loved what she did and what she was representing. But also Charles Manson, you know, the, the mm-hmm. cult leader, uh, m- wrote her and he said, I can help you. Oh, isn't that no. creepy? She's like, oh, no, thanks. I'm good. And an attorney that helped O.J. Simpson get off finally got to meet with her. And uh, her parents and family members started to visit her. And this attorney oh, was hired. They? Yeah, the attorney was hired by her family. Oh, they actually paid for him? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll pay for my lawyer, but you're not going to pay for my ransom? Because <laughs> they could put it on a credit card, baby. Yeah, right? Jeez. Uh she finally started to loosen up after family started to come around. Her fer- therapist eventually diagnosed her with Stockholm syndrome. And she said she will, you know, she'll eventually come around. Patty was sentenced to 35 years in prison for the robbery she was involved in, but it was reduced to seven years. Dang. And uh, there's so, Brie, there's so much more details in all of this, uh, especially this part alone. Like, her lawyer was a piece of junk, but he it was reduced to seven years and then later reduced to only two years by President Carter with time served. Okay. So once President Carter, he did like a semi-pardon, he was like, okay, yeah, you can get out of jail. And uh, she was able to get out with President Carter's help. Wow. Then eventually President Carter wrote uh, President Clinton and was like, I regret not pardoning her all the way. And so uh, President Clinton pardoned her, so it wasn't even on her record anymore. Um, the rest of the SLA members were finally arrested in 2002. And Patty is now a busy bee working with charities and handling show dogs for the West, M- West, Meyer, minus, uh, West Minor... Is it Westminster? U.S. Minister. No, Westminster Kennel Club. Yeah. Show dogs. Dog oh, show. Neat. 
and she's a widow and has two children. Oh. Okay. But she also was like acted in a couple movies and there was a, a, a blockbuster movie made after her. So she like really did a lot of work. Yeah. She's she's Sounds in a couple like movies. It's like called Serial Mom or something like that. Oh. Not like this, like not the food, but like oh, Killer right. Mom. Yeah. Killer Mom, I think it's maybe it's called. I don't know. Yeah, so she did a lot of work afterwards, but yeah, yeah she freaking she raises like she great. Hustled. Yeah, she she raises uh, German shepherds. Oh, yeah, how cool. Yeah, her so. parents suck. Yeah, like you guys <laughs> suck. If you are still alive, you suck. He, her parents eventually divorced, and her dad married like two other times. Oh my and gosh. So you guys are terrible. You are terrible parents. But it, Brie, this story is so fascinating, and it's like it's a huge Just deal. Her part, like the fact that yeah. I'm so glad that she was pardoned because, like, she had no choice. Yeah, for majority of that, like, she had no one to help her. She was just trying to get through it. Yeah, I agree. And then, like, I get, like, I get being, like, being stuck between a rock and a hard place with having to put her in prison for the. The, like the robbery yeah stuff. like the prosecutors wanted to like make an example out of her like we're gonna put the rich white girl to jail yeah. and she's not gonna get any slack That's what from it us yeah like but like she didn't she really didn't do anything she didn't wrong. do anything but they don't they also don't know the way she thinks but she could be but they, i'm sure they she got came out with a memoir yeah she can't she came out with like two books i think about it all Dang. and um yeah, Drunken History. Patty you know Hearst, that show, is that Hearst. Yeah, Drunken History. Yeah. Uh, did a, a thing on her with um, Kristen Wiig. She acted like her. She played her <laughs> in it. Uh, there's so much information out there. I this podcast I think did the best job about covering everything. What was the podcast called again? It's called uh, Even the Rich. Okay. And it's the kidnapping of American royalty. Okay. Is what it's called. So interesting yeah i that was a good story yeah i i enjoyed it Dang. i was having a lot of fun with yeah. it yeah drunken i i really didn't take any information from drunken history because i was like i don't know if i can believe what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun watching yeah um you know the um uh, the actor in reno or not reno 911 uh With what's his face and what's her face and it's a <sighs> what's his face? What's her... is he a comedian? Yeah, uh, I'm on a boat. Oh, oh, um... the the precinct something. Mm-hmm. Terry, not Terry Crews. Terry Crews, the Terry black Cruz? guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. He he plays in that one. Why did you say I'm on a boat? Because I was trying to think of the show that he's in. With oh, the with guy. Andy Samberg. You yeah. were connecting a lot of connections. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of string there, but we got there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it is unwoven. <laughs> it's unwoven. Woven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that you... was a very good story. Thank Let's you. See. Do you have – I was excited to tell you about it. All right. So I – I found this on Bing because my computer keeps on redirecting me to Bing. I'm so sorry for you. It's fine. Um, And it is titled No More Big Shits. Okay. I think it's an email. So, hey, guys. Hey. Please don't take any more big shits. 
shits over three pounds in your bathroom toilets. If you are eating a lot and holding your shits all week till Sunday and taking a big fat shit, please stop. The clay pipes can't handle the weight clay. of the shit. If you feel a large shit in your ass coming on, please take it at a public library. Peace and love, landlord. Why are why? I have questions. Who know, is having three pound poops? To like an apartment building or what? But who, it's an email. Who is having three pound poops? I feel like some of my my poops are at least like a pound and a half. Three pounds. That's a lot, Bree. That's a, that's a lot of poo. I mean, that's because yeah, think about it. I guess like a cucumber is like <laughs> maybe like not even a pound. But poo poo is not heavy either. It's like I mean, oh, I'm about. okay. Who is weighing the poo? <laughs> not <laughs> over three pounds. That is a lot, actually. You're right because like not even a whole meal could weigh three pounds i mean think about a it's just like pound, a tomahawk like, steak and some potato potatoes those weigh a lot yeah not when they're cooked like a three though. pound bag of potatoes yeah that's how much your poop weighs that's a lot that is a lot yeah you're right think think of like the one pound burgers yeah one pound steaks yeah that's a you're lot pooping of three pound three one pound burgers yeah who does that and who's weighing and also, it? Who is telling me that I can't poop in my own toilets? And why do we have clay pipes? Yeah. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> the clay pipes can't handle it. Well, maybe you should replace the pipes. Who's? Are, are we on some kind of like, I don't know. Who? who I want to know <laughs> what kindergarten project they had to do to make these clay pipes <laughs> but what on earth put them in the kiln <laughs> oh uh, the next set of pipes is ready <laughs> time for the next ones to go in <laughs> so what did you do in class today oh we made poop pipes poop pipes <laughs> <laughs> with clay <laughs> oh man you guys we're gonna get oh ow um yeah, we're going to get, um, do I need to say anything? Has everything been said? I think everything was said. I think everything was said. Um, Brie, have you checked in on... Ow! Oh my gosh, Leon. <laughs> you were saying? Brie, have you checked in on the neighbors? <laughs> What's with the neighbors? Brie, Amy, out. out. What's with the neighbors? Say hi to your cats for us. Say mom. Here. Say mom. No. Say mom. <laughs> Say mom. Say mom. 